Yeah. Good evening, everybody. You're welcome to Create or Die Trying with Sagar. I am on, on Facebook Live. Thank you. Welcome to the show. And on Instagram Live, thank you, guys. Welcome to the show as well. And I'm not by myself. You can see it already that I've gotten my two guests. I promised they were going to be here. And then heaven nearly fell, but yes, they are here. With me today, I've got Sheung Odukoya, writer, poet, I think, hip-hop artist, also, comic, whatever, maker, an all-round crazy guy. He's right there. And then, direct opposite, Iko Diana Avasi. She's a writer, poet, performance poet, yep. right? And a crochet expert. Beautiful woman. A beautiful woman. And all-round everything is nuts. All, right. <laughs> nice All the other things that is not that's uh, on this other side. So guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for making time out to be here. Thank you, thank you, guys. All right, so guys, uh, as uh, we've done this before, we're trying to uh, talk about writing from a general perspective of writing, and I promise that we're going to get some people here, uh, guys here actually, as many as we can as the, as the show progresses, to talk about writing as a profession, as a hobby, and as something that you can actually use to develop yourself, your environment, and contribute your quota to society, okay? So, yeah, it's a general social psychological thinking. Uh, now, towards that particularly, these two writers before me are here, not the capacity of all the other things they do, because if I ask you to tell you about hip-hop, we're going to be here till next year, or about a movie, so we're going to be here to like, I don't know, do you guys get your children married off? <laughs> <laughs> and then he called already, all the things and accolades and all that. If you haven't heard about Symphony of Becoming, uh, shortlisted for the which and year? And Energy Prize. And Energy Prize 2013. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> interesting. So Symphony of Becoming, I thought there's a page on Facebook for that. You can check it out to find out more about the book. Yeah. And Sheo Odukoya is the author of 40 Days and a Night. For Days and a Night. For for days and a night. It's 40 Days. So Saving that one, but I actually Long almost wore my saving that for shirt here today. <laughs> I almost wore my saving that but then I would have started keeping sight. Now I'm not doing that. I'm neutral on this show. Good, you didn't do neutral that. Neutral is there. All right, I'm here. So today we'll be talking about writing as a process. We want to examine processes for writing, how it works with each creative person or individual, and how they go about their own creative processes towards writing, and also analyze and look at all the areas or facets of writing that each individual uh, intending to go into it can actually explore. Because as we mentioned, in, in, we, had, we had a show where we talked about writing a while back, okay. and we're looking at um, places where writers are actually required. You know, oh. besides advertising, uh, television writing, video writing, novels, short poems, short stories, flash fiction, or a variety of things that writers can actually get involved, even songwriting and all of that. Yeah. So like, to see what are the areas that even people don't even, uh, they're not particularly clear about that the writer might be required in those specific areas, you know? I know for a long while, I thought all the musicians wrote all their own songs. But that's why I find that there were actually songwriters, people who sat down and created these songs. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, most of, some of Michael Jackson's songs, Michael Jackson, oh, big guy, were not written by him, all right? So um, without much ado, let me not take too much of the time. They are here, and it is their show today. I'm just moderating. So basically, um, ladies first, or... What was first? Which one? Okay. Let the ladies first and have you go answer this first question. Remember, guys, um, uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can ask your questions for these two guys. Make sure you're sitting to the particular topic today. I don't want to ask about where they sell their books. No plugging. No, we're not, we're not plugging today, okay? Why are you like that? I will plug it later, but not me now. <laughs> we'll plug it later. Okay, so 
Ask them any question you want about writing and how you can get started and how it can actually benefit you. Remember the show is about sharing information towards helping us develop creatively better. Okay, so Iko, the floor is yours. You are a writer. What kind of writing do you do and exactly what is your process like? What kind of writing do I do? Yes. Um, okay, I've not really tried to define myself as a particular type of writer. I just know that when certain issues affect me or I witness certain things, I feel like writing about them. So the way I feel like writing about a certain topic might come to me as poetry, it might come as a story. Sometimes it might come as snippets for a play, um, for like, maybe like a radio drama, because I also write- You write drama. radio dramas, aha. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah, so, um, so I write on a variety of things. It could be personal experiences, it could be things happening to women, children, I'm very passionate about those two things. It could be things happening around me in society, it could be the environment. So it just depends on what hits me at that point in time. Okay. As so, for process, right. um, okay, I'm going to bore you guys. <laughs> I don't have... Let us be the determination of uh, how, how, how that boredom happens. One specific process. Here's the thing. Sometimes I might fall asleep and then I wake up say 2 a.m. and I have an idea in my head. You know, and I can't sleep after that until I put it down. Um, right. So that means if you live in Lagos and you don't have electricity, like happens to most of us. You mean Lagos or Nigeria? I mean, so, come on. Let's be specific. Let's, okay, Lagos. Well, let's talk about Lagos. <laughs> sometimes I spend some weeks in the Niger Delta, well, in New York, um, and there's more electricity than I ever have in Lagos. But isn't that what's, what's part of the Lagos inspiration setup? You mean the no light? Yeah, the no light. Ah. I mean, it's inspired stories about dark nights and mosquito things. Okay, show now about the 40 days and So, like, if I don't have electricity, sometimes I I just spend my thoughts with my daughter. Sometimes, okay. if my daughter isn't nearby, I could actually be on the road and I get hit. And so, um, I just pick up my phone and open to notes and begin to type. Or if I have a word processor on my phone, I begin to type. So, yeah, but there's sometimes I decide, you know what, I'm not just going to wait for the inspiration to hit me. I'll just get up in the morning and decide. I'm brush, looking for this inspiration. Brush my teeth. I have to brush my teeth to feel like I've woken up, even oh. if I don't have a bath. Okay. Brush my teeth. Never was for me. <laughs> no, brush my teeth. Um, <laughs> maybe have breakfast. Maybe just have a bottle of water or a cup of tea. Or maybe have nothing. Brush my teeth definitely, and then sit down and begin to write. You know, and okay, then I, I can know that. I think everyone should note that down. You know, a cup of water, brush your teeth. <laughs> a cup of tea. These are potential inspiration sources, right? Okay, so Marzi said this. Marzi, we are we are black beauty, you guys. Why is she not in the middle? I wait first. Ask him. It is my show. Marzi, it is my show today. It's my show, and I brought to be with somebody else. Come on, please. Eh? Let's not go that way. And then Sarada said, "Yes, so I came to see you call. I know Sarada. Thank oh. you, Sarada. See my hand, just sexy. Sex. <laughs> it feels discriminated on right now, guys. See come what you on. said again. Marzi, Saga, and Shum, make sure let us hear you call. The guy is shameless. He's <laughs> leave my friend. Uh, All right, I'm going to start rethinking the people I invite right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. But still talking about process. Okay. For me, I find that it can be really boring sitting down to write. Very, very boring. It's only one place and just yes. trying to put your yes. words down. 
So imagine you're writing a story and then your characters are not talking to you for like two hours. What do you do? Oh, wait, wait. Just address something now that uh, broke a, a bit of a barrier there. You're writing a story and your characters are not know. talking to you. Yes. Okay, that is completely okay. I'm, 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 I actually believe that the characters in your story are actually not controlled by you most times when you're writing as a person. Yeah. They are actually telling the story and you just happen to be the one documenting it. So, so, you, and so you're, you're telling us that the character is sitting and he says, well, I'm not sitting. I'm, no, I can't be sitting I'm, at this point. I'm about to cross a threshold. <laughs> you are not sitting. So you know you have to follow that. Okay. Character. So basically, from what you have described now, you follow your characters in their story. You set them up in the story at the beginning and then you let the story... I don't itself. know if I set them up. It's more like I'm sitting and they tap on my shoulder. Like, sister, right this thing down. This. Wow. Yeah, so I have to try and be true to that story. You know, and then, like I said, sometimes it can get boring. Just maybe I've, maybe I've not listened to one prompting and for some reason the characters are just not talking for two hours. What do I do? How do I get through that dry phase? You can, I can very easily fall asleep trying to write, you know. Okay. So I've been at it for a while. <laughs> so I try again things that keep around me to distract me. I try to keep knots around me. Oh, no, knots like ground knots. Yes. Okay, okay. Ground knots, right. date knots. I love date knots. I was about uh, rope knots or something like that. Knots and boots. To, to tie people up. And I was knotting as a mad people. As a mad, uh, maybe knots. Those are the kind of knots I keep around me. <laughs> no, but we are ready knots now. We don't need extra knots. We are knots yeah. enough, right? Please from your group. I'm here I'm right here. I'm just, I'm just normal. Uh, All right. So there's something I identified as you started um, to describe the kind of writing you do. It will seem to me that um, you are a writer, not controlled by your medium of expression or your mode of expression of, of what you write. Like you are not exclusively a poet or a prose writer or a thriller or something. You just write what comes to you. At that time, yes. Yeah, and then you can actually uh, adapt to certain situations, like writing for uh, radio <laughs> drama or writing for stage and all that. Um, writing for radio drama came as something I had to learn okay. because writing for the ear is totally different from writing, writing for the visual, visual translation. Which happens when you're doing like script writing for TV. Yeah. Or writing to be read on paper. Yeah, if you're writing so a novel, for different. instance, it's almost movie-like in that you're writing for people to actually comprehend it visually. And people will be part of that comprehension. Yeah. So you know, you don't. You just drop bits and pieces, people experience it along with you. But when you're writing for radio, you have to realize they can't see anything. A lot of things that's yeah. going on has got to be described. Describe. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to sound. Okay. It's more sound based. Obviously, that requires some kind of ad adaptation of your writing yes. process. So I, had to to get I had to learn that. that. An exciting period too, learning how to write for radio. You know, it's a different kind of writing. Okay. So, so as a writer, you're not limited by the kind of writing you are called upon to write. You just try to learn the process for that particular writing and then translate it. And then try to adjust myself to that particular genre of writing at okay. that point in time. All right. Okay. For all the guys who are saying they don't want to hear show, well, show is going to talk right now. Hi, Ayomiko. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody said, Ayomiko, Hangura, Ayomiko. And then Dorothy said, equal of life. Yes. Yay, Dorothy. She was pressing <laughs> the teeth brushing too. Exactly. That's what my sister said. No, school of... You guys don't think. Sister said, Brush teeth, eh? No wonder the beautiful dentition, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know what? Uh, guys, no more comments from guys. We want the girls, I mean, ladies now. Please, ladies, comment, eh? All these guys are forming no, me, I can't marriage proposal here, please. Eh? Hey guys, please stop being jealous. Someone is married, you know. Now, Monster Energy Drink, the inspiration. 
I'm not gonna tell you. please. I think this is time for you to speak. So can we please have let's talk about share one this What kind of writing do you do and then what exactly does your process look like? What kind of writing do I do? I write all sorts. Uh, right. Yeah. I what would you say your major areas are? Like, I mean, find like romance. Yeah, I wouldn't do romance for a while, yeah, but I, okay. I like romance. I like romance a lot. A lot. Because I hate romance. Okay, yes. that's a different perspective. Yeah, let me you write you a lot of it because, romance, because I hate romance. Like, I can't stand romance, yes. Okay. And this is why your romance, your typical romance book or film or whatever has the perfect guy, the, the perfect, perfect game, game and they meet, and circumstances, you know, and they always end up together. Yeah, happily ever after. It's, it's, it's that's not real life. Yeah. Really? People don't live happily ever after. Not he's not that easy. <laughs> not that easy. Not yeah. that we meet each other and we love each other. You would have yeah. kissed like fifteen thousand frogs <laughs> before you find a priest. Before you find a princess. Uh oh. All right. You know. So, so basically, you write romance and what else? What does he write? Uh, poetry. Poetry. I write a bit of action. I ventured into action. With Lebe, I think. Lebe, exactly. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um. I'm gonna write. I like street stories, basically. Street I don't know what stories. I don't know how to pass my words. But I don't like calling them street stories. Yeah. If I get what you're saying, right? But like stories that are like grounded in stories. Like yeah. Yeah. stories. A bus conductor. Okay. You know, having an issue with the passenger. Things that the average person can immediately exactly. relate to. Exactly. Yes. I like. Okay. Them. I like those kind of stories. All right. I think they, they call them humans or some humanities or whatever else. Okay. Yeah, basically. All right. Like so, street stories, romance, action, a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I read a bit of horror. Aha. Like that, that was the part I was going to because yeah. I know I like I've seen you write writing oh my stuff. God, I like horror. <laughs> okay. So now, are you are you like limited by this uh, particular genres of writing that you do, or do you think, for instance, you can write for a movie straight out, or like a long stretch? Okay, let me not see if you have written a long stretch out novel because yeah. I think. Saving that for we'll, uh, we'll go into that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know your I think the thing is, which is why I really can't tell you what genre I write. Um, I just write the story. I'm of the time I just write the story. Then the reader says, "Oh, this is killer." And he says, "Okay, fine, whatever you want to call it." Okay, let let me describe that for those who might not exactly fully understand what that is. It simply means you don't conform to genre writing. I don't. You just I write don't. the story as it comes to you. Yes. If it comes out being translated as action or fine. romance or whatever. Okay, so yeah. you might be. I just want to get the, the, the point story across. across. Yes, that's my. Your basic point is communicating the idea that you exactly. have at the point of it. Yes, I think that that's something we can actually hold on to, yeah. because one of the things we talk about in terms of the expressions of creative uh, abilities and all that is that you intend to pass across a message mm -hmm. in that particular medium, and then the goal is to ensure that when it gets to people, yeah. they don't need you to translate it again. Exactly. Yeah. That immediately they get that expression. They it is like completely clear. All right. I think we, we took some time also to talk about the process of communication where feedback is the ultimate. Mm -hmm. uh, but feedback must match your initial idea yes. before it becomes a full communication also, cycle. Sorry to interrupt you, but yes, sometimes you, you, have this, you have a certain idea for the story. Okay. Or this is what I want people to feel. From the and then they, beginning. Yes, and then they take it from you and it goes. Way beyond what you could have imagined. Yeah. All right. You interpret it differently. You don't have any. You don't have any control, control over the immediate translation. Yeah. Sometimes, yes. because yes. I guess it, it might be uh, the part of the creative person's uh, little nuance that makes sure that whatever it is you're expressing, yeah. even if you have an original idea input in there, some parts of you subconsciously get in there that changes the narrative a little bit, yeah. and people translate that into something, something else. else. I yes. think also that the way people translate or interpret. Um, what you've written depends on their own personal experiences. 
So their journeys also affect their interpretation. So you don't have any control over okay. all that. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. That, that brings try as you might to add nuances. So even make sure it's like this. Yeah. Some other thing will change that. You know what they say? They say I'm responsible for what I say, not what you understand. Because yes. your interpretation of stuff is more of who you are than what the person is yes. trying to say. Okay. And then um then that means the contract. I, I read this recently in a book about coming books and coming book expression and writing. Okay. About the fact that there's a silent contract between the reader and the writer, yeah. where the reader is expected to complete some part of yes. what you are writing. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. You don't need to yes. say everything. I don't just yes. you. I just yes. paint this, and then you complete it. It's exactly. your own experiences and your own uh, interpretation of whatever yes. that is. Yes. Okay. So I get that also leaves the, the reader up to making. You write a romance uh, story. You write a story about a boy and a girl, mm -hmm. where in fact you are not even talking about whether they fall in love and live happily ever after. Exactly. But some of the reasons I'm going like, oh, exactly. exactly. Oh, this is so 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 exactly. As far as I'm concerned, something that was not in romance. Excuse you. Yeah, it actually, I mean, for me, it's a tale of lost love and a lot of grief. I mean, like, a exactly, a lot of grief in there. It's a tragedy because the guy doesn't get the girl. So basically, you did that to us, right? The effect of the story is different. The way I saw it was more like, wait, 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 wait. That boy didn't get the girl. That boy didn't get a girl. No, 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 no. This story was about the girl. This story was about the girl. See how you argue? So I guess the point is, see. Well, no, this day was not about this day. This day was about dark folk. Yes, we were trying to make sure he didn't go to hell. Maybe he was meant to go to hell. Hell is reality. All right. So, now, having covered exactly the kind of writing that you do, what exactly is your process like? Yeah, okay. Now, I'm going to be hated. Okay. Well, this is what I'm about to say, but it's what I believe and it's what has been working for you for years. All right. First of all, one, I don't believe in inspiration. All right. My opinion is um, a writer who sits down waiting for inspiration, like a farmer who's waiting for rain to come plant it. Both of them are on a long team. That's one of my kids, actually. That's one. Then two. All right, right. There's a point right there. There's something that. Then two. Um, I don't believe in writer's block either. Okay. Because and this is why I say I don't believe in writer's block. You know how we are. All these creative people. We are very high for it. And mm. we like to use big words. We like to just combine this, you know. So, I got what writer's block simply means is I've encountered a knot and I'm having difficulty in untangling it. Yeah. All that simply means is step back and look at the knot again. Exactly. Oh no, oh my god, I'm creating I too much to write. Man, I've not been able to write for five years. I'm, I'm having writer's block. <laughs> like it's something to aspire to. Oh my god, what I'm great. You know, I'm right seeing great writers. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm there, go and sit down somewhere. It's the compilation of our artistic. Which is why I said in the first place that I'm going to be hated for it. But that's how I got, you know. Actually, that involves my process a lot. It, it's funny, now, this is really going to be interesting because so, I wasn't going to do that. It sounds to me like she will never have writers. Um, maybe, let, maybe I can, I can step in here and say something about what I think about what you said. Like, um, I actually believe in inspiration, okay. but not in the way people do. In that okay. inspiration is not something that comes to you. Like inspiration is something you find. Okay. You go look for it. You understand? We simply also translate into that writer's block, artist's block thing. Yeah. If you are not able to write this particular poem, yeah. 
So does that mean you cannot write this Something other story? Understand. Does that mean you can't even just write A, B, C, D, E, F, G? You know? Write songs. Okay, I'll pick up a book. And is it that you cannot finish this story or you cannot write at all? It could be that you cannot finish that particular story. That was going yeah. so, And then you move on to some other story. So that's why I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not finish that story again. Okay. Then what? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No, and this is coming from. Is it discipline? I is it discipline or writer's block? No, hold on. Let me. Can I just say something? Let me answer you. Let me answer you. This, like I said, these are my dreams. You know, and these are what I've been working for me for years. And this is coming from somebody who has OCD. Okay. Meaning, if I don't finish a task, I can't move on to something else. But I, that's the thing. I've learned to channel all these things to inform my process. Okay. So, okay, I'm, I'm stuck with a particular story. Oh, I can't move past it. But what's going on? You know what I do sometimes? I I go into the heads of the characters and try to be them. Exactly. And try to understand what so, why about. am I stuck? Because why can't I continue? With you get why, why? Why? I mean, because, like she said, this, this, these are people. The way I feel it is like fiction is a dimension. A different dimension. Where all these from people our, exist. On a regular exactly. dimension. Like so they, so they dimension. Thank you very much. So they contact you and tell you the like, story needs to be told. I got a tale from you. You understand? You said they are right. Much. So yes. if you encounter a block, it's more like they are stopped talking. Exactly. So why are right. they stopped talking? All right. That means Something. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Give me something. Yeah, that something. It could also be that one is stated with finishing the story in a particular that way. way. Yeah, you know, that way. Well, there are probably other options, other ways to finish the story. Let me give you an example. Okay, all right. Somebody asked a question. Sorry, okay, I didn't forget. Yes. Somebody asked, uh, what, which books did she write? Right. All right. Maybe uh, you should give them a list of the books she wrote. Four days and a night. Four days and a night. Four days and a night. Four days, not four days. Like four, four days, days yeah. and a night. Love drops. Love drops. Saving that poor. Saving that poor. My mm -hmm. friend, super. Boom. Uh, the Lebes. The Lebes series. Um, you can go to my So blog. saving that poor. Boom. Lebes and love drops. Love drops for days and, and a night. night yeah. And your your blog is what again? Shion Dukoya does WordPress. Shemodukoya.wordpress.com. Yeah, Check this out. So you can get all these books right, out there. Yeah. Okay, so you are going to say something about the writer's block end of things. The reason I'm, I'm a bit particular about this is there are quite a lot of young writers out there, people who want to write and get into writing as well. And then they talk about times when they're not able to write or yeah. unable to actually get their writing to look the way they want it to look. Yeah. The thing okay. is, half of the time, man, eh, and this, this has to do with. Um, we don't take the time to go through the record of the process. Okay. So, for example, so I, I'm having a challenge completing a scene in a book automatically because this is what I've heard my mentors say. They have writer's block. Me too, I just say automatically, I have writer's block. So there's a mental conditioning out there that tells Thank you very much. I say conditioning. You, if, if you take the time to, well, it's like I said again, these are my views. Okay. And you know me, I have very strong views. Very strong views. views that make me want to break my head. <laughs> we know. We know. So, we know how these both can be. Yeah, but the, the thing is, this, like I said, this one happened at You, If you own your process, if you understand yourself, this is why, this is how I write. Okay. These are the things that inform my writing. For example, like you said, I love movies. I love comics. I love cartoons. I love life. I love living. All right. For example, on a Sunday, I, I leave my house, get on the BRT bus, and follow it around. Just sit down in that bus or probably buy ice cream. 
<laughs> I'm All right. As I'm going, I'm observing. It doesn't mean I'm looking for inspiration. Please. Yes. That says something almost immediately. But uh, before I said that, Nicole was saying something about it uh, earlier on about um, trying to complete the story in a particular way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. Please finish that up. Well, yeah, sometimes, you know, it might really not be writer's job. It might just be that the writer is fixated. The story has to go this way. It has to end this way. So maybe some, maybe one needs to just explore other options. Yeah. Maybe somewhere along the line, your characters are actually behaving in a way off your story. Yes, that's idealized Yeah, but then before. again, you know, it's their stories. Exactly. So you yeah. want to force See, it back you can into even, your story. You can even try different scenarios. Yeah. And then... Step away from the story for a bit and exactly. come back to. Let me let me say to say what I was going to say, which the first one I said. I want more. Okay. Who wrote Comic writer. Yes. Uh -huh. At the beginning of the story, Rorschach, I mean, what's that guy's name? Yeah, Rorschach, Rorschach, Rorschach. He wasn't going to die. Okay. But as he was writing the story, he realized that this character, there's no way he doesn't see great. His life, his world is black. Is that you're right or wrong? You understand what I'm saying? There's no way he's going to accept it. If you you get so, so Exactly. It so doesn't matter my that guy's character. He has to die. You get So the writer is now saying, ah, I love this guy too much. He's too cool. No, he's find a way around you him. Understand. Maybe an angel comes and pulls him out. You get it. I think that's the first instruction in writing. Kill your darlings. Kill your darlings. You really shouldn't even have darlings. Yeah, sorry, right? You shouldn't have darlings, I mean, darlings, because it will make it difficult for you to be objective about the story. Okay. When I was working on um, a novel a couple of years ago, um, I had I had a point where I couldn't move forward, and I kept on asking myself, "What are these characters doing here?" Okay, I like this character. I like their relationship with this other person, but how does that add up to the story? I, I couldn't quite see. That's why I just had to continue with a friend of mine, right. and he asked, "Okay, so what's the story about? What's the what's the central story?" You know your center story, right? And I said, yes, I know. It's this and this and this. It's okay. So if these people don't really add to the story, it's okay for you to kill them. They can die. It's okay like, for... They can disappear. Travel. Yeah, like... And I, <laughs> yeah, they can travel. We'll we actually go somewhere. That's the first time I was writing a long piece. Okay. Yeah, because if it's a short story, I really don't send. Like, you can put everybody in and then... No, no, no. Don't send it somewhere. You don't even need all needs to be there. Yep. I can set you up to get killed. I can make it like you died or somebody doesn't know. Whatever. You know, I don't have to like tie it up to, to a particular. Uh, but this, was, this is a long narrative. Yeah. It has to be able to sustain yeah. the entire the, story. The interest has to be there, the suspense has to be there. And so I decided, okay, we're going to die. You bring God, Let's look at people. You, you don't want to travel, you will travel, we will not see you again. Like that. Like reminds me of GR Martin. What was that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 important then we can see if it's if not continue okay. as it is all right something comes out the minute that you were talking about the VRD thing and i think i want to share it with with uh, the listeners out there see one core thing comes out of what you guys both of you are saying about writing prior information you as a as a writer need to get as educated as you can about your environment you need to observe as much as you can all right, and then you need to read uh, as that's as the other part i was going to say about it do you need to read other writers to write well you need to read. 
Read. Read generally. Read. 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 Like, you know, how, you know how the thing about writers is that you have an idea and you're able to express it. Yeah. So how are you expressing this idea? You know, with words. Yes. How do you find the words if you don't know them? If you don't yeah. know the, the many complex and different ways. Ways in which a word can be expressed. How do you know these things if you don't read? I think uh, one of the biggest issues we have as writers as creatives is that that bullshit comes with a lot of ego. Am I allowed to cross? Please feel free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it comes with a lot of ego. Especially with young writers. Yeah, you know, because I'm, I'm like, shit. Yeah, I'm good now. What I, is he writing that I can't? You understand? Why should I write or read his writing to understand writing? Yes. I know how to write. Yes. I express so, myself. And the thing is, um, the fact of the matter is, no matter who you think you are, you are walking a well-trodden path. Other people are walking. Before you, so it's not as if you are creating this new understand completely. So you yours. have to be to be a master, you have to be a student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I'm a specific master of several, oh, several masters, masters. I've as many as you around. around. I, I, I mean, I don't, this is not bragging, but I have read tons of books. I have read tons and tons of books. You go to my house right now, there are at least two books I'm reading at the moment, <laughs> and it's because. As far as I'm concerned, like, I haven't started writing. Hmm. Really? After five books, so. I haven't started writing. Yeah, Seven, actually. Seven, yeah. Okay, I haven't started writing. Look, that's the same. That's the thing. Because the moment you start writing, you're not It's not like that. You have to set your own bar, the bar for your own stuff. True. That's another, that's another thing. Yeah. I think let, let's make that completely clear, guys. Yeah. If you're writing, your success is not going to be judged by uh, other people or it's going to be set up by other people. Yeah. You have to determine at what point you become a success, a success exactly. as a writer. Yes. What exactly means yeah. to you that yeah. you are a good writer? Yes. What does it mean and to I, you? And I think that you really won't be a success if you actually ever feel like you become a success. Exactly. That's so you have mm. to, yeah. So you never get satisfied. Never, so yeah. never get to that point where so you, you feel, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. After 30 million albums said, I'm probably long ago, I still have some parts of this. Wow. Okay. I keep feeling like what am I I'm writing my first book. Like, what am I, what I writing that I'm talking? You understand? Yeah. Okay, let me give you, let me tell you a small secret. I don't compete, but there's somebody I'm competing with in my head. You know who that person is? Stephen King. Ah. <laughs> so now, imagine, is it possible for me to miss him? his level you understand? of. Blah, blah, blah. That's the rush. You understand? That's the idea. <laughs> so the bar keeps shifting. It's so high. And I think that is something, and, and I, I, we, we said this in uh, one of the shows we had a while back about creative expression and things. Like yeah. one of the things that keeps you growing as a creative person, now, these are the things that keep you growing as a creative person. One, never get satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Never get to that point where you feel, oh, my, my work okay. is so great. Once yeah. I submit it, they yeah. will like him. Yeah. Never get to that point. Yeah. And then always read. Read outside of your immediate circle. Yes. Read outside, outside yeah. of your immediate comfort zone. Yep. You know, a lot of people are. Particular about what they are writing. If I write oral, I only read oral novels. Mm-hmm. Or if I write, I only read this kind of novels. You shouldn't even read only fiction. You know, you should, you should read wide. Like biographies and read autobiographies. Read everything. People who say no, no. Well, <laughs> but the point, the point there, is, are people, there are people who would tell you that they felt like they were being punished as children when they were told to go read a newspaper and then yeah. do a summary. But I mean, you should. Those people should actually. Same prayers for whoever made them read. Read those things now because they can read. read just read white. Yeah, you see a magazine, pick up a magazine and read. I can read white, study and observe your environment, yeah. Yeah. and then constantly don't ever be magazine. satisfied. You know the thing is, the thing about writing is you need to have a, a broad worldview, so you don't come out sounding narrow when you're writing. You need to, and then when you're writing, you still need to even do research. 
And when you both look at it, when you look at it, you're dealing with multiple characters in your story. And each character has a separate background. You can't exactly be writing from one point of view. Since all your characters will have different points of view. There was something that happened on Twitter. I don't know where exactly a few weeks ago. Where some female authors were making fun of male authors. And they talked about how male authors describe female authors in their books. Female characters. Characters in their and oh my god, it was horrendous. <laughs> now, that's really bad. Like, I'm a male author. I don't, I don't describe women like this. Like, 10, 15 hours. I don't even describe my characters. Like, describing what they are. Yeah, yeah they 10, are, 15 hours. Our boobs look like. Oh, come on. Oh. I love He's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Read. Okay. It was that's, weird. That's like completely going into details on the fire. <laughs> All right, uh, Mazuo said, I absolutely think discipline is vital for the writing process. At least I know why I can't write anymore. <laughs> Mazi, you can write. Stop, it's not, stop deceiving yourself. I, I, what I would even say is it's not about the writing process. Discipline is necessary for everything. Everything yeah, at all. Yeah. All right, now I was going to say something. Room. And that actually goes with almost every creative thing. Yeah. You know, I, I believe there's a difference between I can and I, uh, and I should. You know, a lot of us can do everything and anything, yeah. but do we? No. Would we? No. Should we? No. Those are the questions we ask that actually determine. So, Ma, as you see, nothing stops you from writing. Yeah. Even if it's three lines of poetry or words, yeah. or a, sh a story as short as five sentences, yeah. you are writing something. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'll quote our work on that. Ma, is making the money. Is, is that why he's not able to write? Okay. He's making um, the money writing. Don't mind right? asking the question. It's All right, don't Love drops. Love drops or love drops. It's love, love drops. drops. Yes, love. love drops. You know, like mic drop. Okay? <laughs> and then thank you guys for uh, scouting for his works. Um, what a prolific writer. That's what she wants. Uh, Donna just give you a compliment now. Prolific writer. Donna <laughs> uh, just said that uh, Shona's characters are usually like less tortured souls. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, well, um... <laughs> um do you okay. torture your characters? No, they're already tortured. I'm wondering, okay. is he tortured and trying to find himself um, in his writer, in his character? That's the point. Do you find a portion oh, of... you know I'm not going to ask. Okay, wait. <laughs> what I'm going to Let's say is that... It. Do, do you find yourself putting a portion of who you are into the stories that you write? I mean, like, your own experiences, your own self. Do you find yourself putting them in your stories? Well, my, well, my opinion is it has to be to a certain extent. Because the truth is, this is, okay, let me share another significant quote. All right. He says, oh, well, I, this is what I made of the quote. Oh, okay. Good <clears throat> writing is a good life. Hmm. Great writing is the truth in the life. Say that again. Good writing, good writing is a good, is a good life. Great writing is, is the truth in, in the life. life. Yes. So you're a great writer if you're able to wrap the truth up in Yeah, exactly. Wonderful life. Remember V for Vendetta? Yeah. V told E.B. said, a great artist uses light to tell the truth. Interesting. So the truth is, if <laughs> let, no, this is okay. that is uh, no, that's actually wonderful. Oh yeah, my God. If you, if you, okay, we watch movies, right? And we find out that we like some characters not at all. Yes. We look for some characters not at all. If you just want them to win, I mean, if like, you, yeah, if you just want them to win. Even if they're bad guys, yeah, but they've already chosen one. Why? Have you ever sat down to question that? Not really. Sometimes you just choose like the right thing to do. Like this is the right guy. Sometimes. Sometimes. Remember what we said at the beginning of this show. Your personal interpretation 
Sometimes there's something inside uh, you that you Sometimes, that that it's character. not sometimes, half of the time, three quarters of the time. There's something inside you that resonates with that character. So you hope it will end well for this character. Because in some kind of way, you hope too that you will it will end well for you. I think let me let me take a different view of that. Okay. What I see seeing that it's almost like saying, you know, I think I do this unconsciously, but I'm beginning to re- uh, recognize it as a conscious thing okay. now that. When I go into a situation or a movie or a story I want to read, yeah. I'm constantly or immediately looking out for somebody to support. I'm looking for a side to be on. To be on, exactly. Almost immediately, I'm trying to determine, okay, so who's my guy here? Quick question. <laughs> Captain America, see who were you team Iron Man or team Captain America? Uh, Iron Man. No, please. <laughs> Whose side were you on? I mean, see, no, Captain no, America, no. really? he's fine, perfect teeth. But the point is, I think from what you've said now, we can say as a, a good writer doesn't necessarily have to put a portion of themselves into the story. Or do you agree with that? Is it possible for someone, a human being, to be able to write other characters, other things, other people, and not let a little bit of themselves seep into those characters they are writing? What do you think? It's not possible. A little bit of you. It's, a yeah, bit of you. It's not in the sense that one character will be you. Exactly. Yes. No. But, but there will be some things about you, some things you've experienced that maybe wish had ended differently and yep. experienced it in that character. Exactly. Some things you you really don't have the nerve to explore, mm. but okay. you explore it through that. Through that you live vicariously yeah. through that. So your father is using the drama as a writer. But vicariously through your character. So yeah. So sometimes it definitely has to. There's a portion of you in you're, there yeah, somewhere, whether consciously or unconsciously, your opinions, in your aspirations, words. your hopes, your dreams, one thing or the other will always be in That's, there. See, like, there's no cardinal law that says it must be. Yes, but this is what I think. All right. I, I think it happens unconsciously, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. If the, the reader is interpreting your, your tale based on their own experiences, yeah. you are obviously writing it based on your own experiences yeah, 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 as well. Exactly. So somehow, a portion of you is in that translation, yes. that, in that communication that you're Most putting across. Definitely. Okay, so now, with that, there are quite a lot of other things people ask about writing mm-hmm. in terms of um, not just the expression of writing itself mm-hmm. as, as uh, a medium, but in how can I use writing? How can you bring money from it? Because the goal of most people that want to write is, okay, so I'm just writing this and I write plenty of things and then I will make money with it. Okay, hey. so how does that work? How do you even begin? What do you even need to look at? I think if you want to even make money, um, the selling of books might not be enough to make all that money in Nigeria. So okay. Unless you write a GR token kind of stuff. We're talking about new And then Harry Potter becomes the hit. Oh, yes. Unless that. Unless that. Um, but then there are many other things. I remember meeting someone who offered me a job uh, in an advertising firm as a copywriter after reading my collection of poems. Okay. Uh, yeah, because he said <coughs> he said he read some poems and he transported him back to places in his youth. And you know, he realized it was just my wish to capture certain experiences, certain feelings in very few words. And he said those are like uh, that's like a prerequisite for being a good copywriter. Yeah. Right. So, so you could do you could work in advertising. Advertising as a yes, copywriter. As a copywriter. Or a scriptwriter uh, even for you could work as a commercials and all. Yes. Okay. So you could write you could write a script for TV. You could write scripts for movies. Yeah, you could write. Okay. I mean, you could write for radio. You could write. Um, and many things. 
It's not saying somebody used to pay me ten grand to review a movie. Yeah, so you can write movies. So can I get a right blog? Writing articles, for instance, for okay. foreign magazines. Magazines, newspapers, and I, 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 blogs. I don't mean to look down on the Nigerian magazines. It's just that the pay is better. Anyway, well, you write for whatever works for you. I mean, so you can, if you get the right kind of success that you want, that you want from uh, writing for blogs abroad, for magazines abroad, it yeah, works. Yeah, sure. I mean, recent, um, so recently, just, sorry, recently, um, I got to join a team of a team of filmmakers. We did a documentary. Right. In, across five states in Nigeria, and the reason I was called was because of an article I had written, you know, about that region. So I had, so, yeah. I, I can so, pick something from there, but let me hear Shows. Yeah, sorry, I kept interrupting. You. I no, go on, go on, go on. What I wanted to say is, in all of this, don't forget the recall. Okay, you have to do a lot of work. Okay, the, the, yeah, the problem is, oh, because I write something. And I'm not, not disrespect to anybody, but let's just look at this thing as objectively as possible. So I put stuff on my Facebook and it gets 100 likes. And in my mind, I'm a writer. <laughs> you get There's a lot more to it than that. Than the cool, nice, yeah, rigor. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a lot of rigor. And unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, but I have to. A lot of young writers do not think there's any need for the rigor. For the hard work that goes yes. for the continuous yes. writing, for the continuous yeah. push yeah. to get better. And I mean, the thing is, the more the, the more diverse you are, the more you are able to write, the better your options. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to note some things also so that we can just outline that. Now it looks like first and foremost, um, there are a variety of places you can actually uh, be employed as a writer, or you can yes. get employed or work yes. as a writer. I work freelance, freelance and make money across all media, radio, yeah. TV, print, yeah. and yeah. all of that, yeah. even digital web and all that. Yes. Various places that I can write in is required. Yeah. But before all of that, you got to develop yourself and be diverse in your writing. Yes. All right. Which means basically like um. The digital painter who is also an artist in comic exactly. books. You can, if you can do graphics, it's basically opening up your exactly. opportunities for himself. Yes. So if you're a writer that can write poetry, write articles, write for exactly. TV and yes. radio and stage, that simply means you have opened up all doors for yourself. And any one of those doors might actually exactly. open and click in exactly. for you. So being diverse if, and then putting in the record yes. of actually continuous writing, yes. continuous research. Yes. Yep. Continuous reading yes. and discipline to always put things down. I can tell you this right away that one of the worst things I've come across is writers, in quotes, who come to me and tell me about how they are writers. And I say, oh, can I read one of your stuff? And they say, oh, it's still in my head. You know, I have this, I have like five or six stories in my head right now. I don't know it. How old was this person? Is this person? <laughs> I'm not going to share before yet. <laughs> but it's like, it's like less than 20 I, years old. Sometimes I think it is. Maybe I'm growing. Maybe I'm old. But I know it's an 8 year old who wrote. So we down. A five-year-old. Like what's this? This boy would publish uh, the book in the book yeah, a while Daniel, back. I, I Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel was ten, I think. He was five. He was five years old and wrote his story down. He typed it. I mean, like seriously. So it, it, the worst thing you can do is have story that you don't put down. And that's and claim thing. that you have them. Let me let me share his one story. Sorry. The king said he. That's my favorite author. So well, you know, you're not your favorite I'm your, it's your idol. Yeah, it's your, I mean, go on. So he goes to this dinner and you know, he says that people keep coming up to my dinner and they say, eh, I should have, I wanted to be a writer. You know, oh, wow. yeah, and then he says, he also says, Yeah, you know, I also wanted to be a surgeon. 
And the moral of the story is, you don't go around telling people that I want to be. I used to draw. Sit down and write. I used to paint to. That I used to draw can pay me. <laughs> you know, because I can't draw. Somebody will not come and tell you, I used to draw. I used draw. to do it and I dropped it. See, the point is, if you are going to write, my brother and sister, write. Right. Put it right. down. I mean, we, yeah. nowadays, you can't even have an excuse for not writing. Your phone yeah. can write, your laptop can write, your tablet can write, your paper and pencil can write. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason, no excuse for you write. not to have your stories written down, no matter how crude it looks like to you. And there's another thing about writing things down on paper or typing them out. They actually help you see the story differently. Yep. Please say something. How I feel is that when you write it down, it has gone from the realm of imagination. imagination. So all of a sudden, those things that are not exactly clear in your mind, exactly. because of that, you realize, oh, that character cannot say that. <laughs> all of a sudden. And then you know, you realize if if you don't if you don't type directly, if you write, for instance, longhand. Yeah. When you now, while you're writing, you're correcting certain things. Mm -hmm. You're even enjoying the process. Actually, when you now type, yeah. you find that it's like expanding even more. I don't know about people, but it's, I just like when you're not typing from actual writing, you're not beginning to see some other things. Otherwise, it's like you're doing a second draft. Yeah. Yeah. If I write, I if I write first from the keyboard, yeah. then I have to do a second draft to get that excitement. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like to write stuff down. I like writing long time because I'm. You know, I don't know. For me again, that's that's the only way to capture the emotion. Yeah, it's a honest way to communicate things. Don't shorten when you type. They're emotionless. That's how I feel. Old school like us. <laughs> you know, that's that's how that's I feel. So whatever I want to yeah. write, I start by getting a pen and write it down paper. on paper. Yes. Wow. At least the first five thousand words, I write them on five. At least, yes. Like All right. Um, I had ambitions <laughs> about <laughs> the right time before. <laughs> but if that's the process, yeah. I mean, that's my flash fiction. All right, flash fiction. That's my 500 words. That's, that's just my, about enough. That's the thing about that's my yeah. discipline. 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 I, I guess that that's exactly what it takes. Yes. It takes a lot of discipline. And from what we have talked about so far, beyond um, the, the innate um, push to want to write something and put it down. There's also discipline to follow it through. Yes. Just like it applies to a lot of fact, every aspect of living, every aspect of creative enterprise, talent discipline, is never enough. Talent is never talent enough. Is that, that, that one is, I mean. Shall we say talent is overrated? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think so. People, people. A, a man who's disciplined, who's focused, who's determined, will always achieve more than a man who's talented. Who's talented and doesn't apply any discipline. Because somebody said something, I think I say experience trumps knowledge. Yeah. Oh, of course, anytime. So it's the person who's actually doing it yes. is going to get exactly. harder than the person who's talented is doing it. Yeah, exactly. Let's even, even take it down. <coughs> Somebody who has it in him yeah. might not want well, to practice as much it. as the guy who doesn't have it and wants to get it and keeps practicing yeah. every day. Yeah. They might learn better technique than the, than the talented person. You know? So talent is never enough for creativity. Discipline is required. Yeah. And like all forms of creativity, there's no yeah. more a place in, than in writing where you need to absolutely read Broad. Yeah. You cannot be confined in the kind of books that you read. No. You must expand beyond your immediate yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, comfort zone when it comes to reading. Yeah. So you have got to read wide and then research actually forms a part of that reading because you're not just very, very reading good. to entertain watch yourself. Watch movies too. Yes. Don't, watch, don't watch Black Panther or Panda or <laughs> what they do. Go and look for classics. Classics, Roman, Australia. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Documentary watch. stuff. And, I mean, and, and you know documentaries when actually I watch, help. When I watch movies, you know, I'm listening, I'm listening to conversations. Yes. And I'm like, like, if I'm watching with a friend or one of my sisters, I'm like, did you hear that? Do you hear what you just said now? 
And then I say the next line, like, ah, have you watched me? I said, no, no but that's natural. That's natural response. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, but don't you get yeah. a sense that they just dropped that information there for you at some point? So and then something happens later on. I'm like, do you remember that scene in the beginning? When they said, like, but I didn't see it. How could you not? So I'm supposed to say, I'm, I'm achieving a work in, in art here that is actually very, very applicable to this. In art, you're not supposed to draw something. You're asked to make a study of something. So when you watch wow. movies, you're not supposed to just absorb the story. You're supposed to observe make and study the movies you're actually watching. You know? Like it's like a study of There are separate yeah. things. Okay, so that's, what, that's what you do when you get on the BRT and you write Exactly. You're not just in the bus. Like, yes. You're making a study of everything around you. Yes. But there was a talk I had a while back and it totally blew my mind about the possibilities of what you can actually express in creative writing or even any kind of political expression. I sat in the bus and I was like, can we imagine what is on the mind of every individual person in this bus right now? You know, yeah, have, you read, because, have you read Boom? No, I haven't. That's I what should. I did in Boom. Boom is a story about an explosion that happened at a fictional bus stop. And there were 12 characters at the bus stop. And I was in the mind of each one of the characters leading up to the time of the explosion. Wow. I was like, that, that bus blew my mind. Like, and it happened because I was at, in the bus stop, and the bus once, and the bus stopped. And a girl came in, she sat beside me, and she was crying. Wow. So I was like, now imagine what exactly happened to, happened to her. Where was this tears for? She just break up with a boyfriend. She just found out she's pregnant, and the guy said no. Their mother just died. No, their mother just died. Their father just died. Their mother just died. She just come back from good. Somebody could just suck her. And she just lose her job. The variety of things that could make that girl cry. It's wow. You know, so I think observing your environment is one of the key things to helping you build a better creative expression of yourself. It's like number one. And then if you're going to write streets, there's because, no point. Because there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no way you can write everyday Let's not forget about streets. Without knowing everyday activity. Your, your you like what happens. contextualize whatever you're writing. Yeah. What happens with what? I was just going to say, like, what happens when I'm on an example? And then, like I wrote last week or was it two weeks ago, for another decides to sit down next to you and he raises his arm. And the old dog, man. All kinds of. The gentle people was coming out. Oh my god. And I'm like, you know, just because I wrote it down, I can never forget that. Experience. There's something you wrote a while back. I think I read it on Facebook. You used to call it Downfall Chronicles, right? There was one particular one about a woman and a dead baby. Oh, yeah. That never left that. my head. That was, that. that was published uh, in Kalahari. Right yeah. now, I'm sitting in that bus and looking at that woman. You know, it comes to my mind every you know, time. You know that story haunted me until I wrote it down. No. It was, I just couldn't. It needed to be guess. expressed. I mean, how do you board a bus with a dead child strapped to your back? Ah. How? I mean, you know, this is Lagos. I've never experienced it before. Yeah. People got on the bus. People realized there was a dead child and they were getting down. Nobody, Nobody said, said anything. anything. Just walked up. Like I was lastman.com. I didn't know what had happened. So, well, how are you? Are you supposed to say, hey, Mama? No, you your didn't. baby has died. Okay, why did they get down? Your baby has, your baby has died. They don't want to enter the bus with the See, dead person. Look, would, let's not, let's not, that, that would be a whole different you know what perception. Why let's did not, they get down? No, she's not, she's not such a size thing in any way. I don't know. You know what I don't know the thing. I, I mean, no, I'm so not, the rest of us who stayed on the bus were what? Okay, I, I just you want know? to say that we can't let's not end this on the. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Anyway, the point of this is this. When we're talking about writing, it's a matter of expressing experiences and things you've observed or studied or read from a particular book or several books at once. So it's a combination of your knowledge, your observations, right? And the process does not have to be linear in any particular way or style. And you don't have to conform yourself to a particular genre of writing. You can write Which anything you want to write. A lot comes, in. comes in. Reading a lot and being very observant. I think it's it's very key. You know, you read a book and then the writer is describing things that you would have just seen ordinary. Just passing by. Or suddenly you stop and you're like, yeah, that's right. Okay. I felt that that was me. Exactly. But you probably wouldn't have thought of putting it down. Yeah. But the writer was able to observe those seemingly mundane things and then capture them in a way that you can't forget. So it's so, very good to observe and very good to read. That observation thing, I mean, kind of a stress for a creative yeah. person. We, we, were, we found a way to describe creativity as uh, finding a link between two or more things that previously had no links. It basically showed that for you to actually do something that's creative, you've got to have a foundation, prior information helps you put down the new information in a mixed way, you know? Yeah. You observe it, you experience it, then you mix your observation and your experience together and get the story out in one way or the other. So, guys, if you're writing, somebody has a question, I think you guys should tell. Somebody, um, somebody asked... Says, uh, I enjoy writing, I've been away from my first love. Is there any academia where I can brush up on my writing talent? Like an, academ an academy? Yes, like where they can learn about yeah, it. Yeah, I was working on something, I think last year or two years ago, it didn't work out, but I'm still working on it. Okay. Hopefully before the end of the year. Because I feel like there's a gap. Yeah. Okay. Like a couple of people come to me and I wanting to learn how to write and blah, blah, blah. So you don't offer trade like presently? I feel like I do, but it's for anthropology schools. Okay. So yeah. is there, can we look for a future uh, program that involves you would require fiction writing? Yes. Okay. All right. So there are, I think there are, if, if, if you look, they're, they're writing classes um, different things. Sometimes they're even online. So okay, you so you can find writing tutorial, writing classes yeah, online. So like workshops, online workshop, online writing workshops. Okay. You know, so you just latch on to one and I'm sure if you can get that. And but, then, but, but you know, a workshop is not enough. It just, yeah. a workshop is like polish. Basically, what, basically what, give you pointers. Like, give you so like you need everything, everything else we have said. You need to also incorporate that. So you need to try and write. I tell people, if you feel, if you think you can write, just write. Just write. I mean, to write, write and be, be done with it. It might not be a masterpiece at first. But so it's a write. Piece. It's just a piece. Then, keep, <laughs> then keep reading. All right. Read as many writers as possible. Don't right. limit yourself to Nigeria or Africa. Read the classics as well. Okay. Sarada says, uh, real writers read everything, including hieroglyphics. All yes, right. I, I once tried to read this video. I'm yeah. very, yes, it's, I'm very interested in, in CBD. Yes. Look out for that guy. All right. You don't know I think I know it. You know, and I was very, very impressed when I saw lots of it in Wakanda. Really? The language? No. Was it language and writing? Writing. In CBD. Yes, in Cross River. Yeah, well, I've got to look this up. Delta. I've got more to learn myself, so I've got to look <laughs> up. Mars, somebody said Mars is just being overly self-deprecating, Jerry. He posts on social media, he posts on social media, he don't have very engaging. Mm -hmm. And Akron says, good writing is a good lie. Great writing is the truth in the lie. Chill. Yeah. It's not Chill's quote to, this is mine. <laughs> because, yes, no, no, no. Yeah, right. It's your quote. This is what I said. Oh, it's your said something. Exactly. Oh, okay, this is okay. not how he said it. Okay. What he said is very simple and profound. Yeah, I know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as someone says, even Ibrahim should know that even 
illustrators imbue their illustrations with aspects of themselves, themselves. constantly. There's no how a creative person can actually walk up us without in, in and can I ask a question? Yeah. Those guys that okay, let me just keep quiet. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not say those guys that do work. <laughs> uh, never mind. All right, Queen Esther, let me say I concur with her in the aspect of a good portion of you in every story or project really. For instance, in one of my quotes, I said, Life is a story. We humans are the character while the earth is a state. So in a nutshell, everything about writing revolves around life. And that is why it's believed that literature is effective in that it evokes the emotion of its readers or audience. And this cannot be possible or achieved without giving life to it. Kudos, Brian Gandhi. Thanks for the time. All right, Kunesa, that was a long one. It took a while to read, and we got exactly what you're saying, actually. All right, James Murray said, I'm really enjoying this. He finds hey, wow. Oh, James, okay, these are your fans, eh? Our fans, me. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ken Majestic, you know, says, Saving that for my show is a pretty good read. If I were Brainiac, I'd get a device to siphon the juice out of his wheel. Yeah, yeah, comic sales yeah, so yeah. He's able to, like, so keep your brain covered. He might be looking for his, <laughs> a device to get your brain out you of your score. So, guys, thank you very much for coming. Yeah. I appreciate you your presence. Now, uh, viewers out there, um, a couple of things are going to happen in the next couple of weeks or months. We are putting together some workshops on some of the things we have talked about on the show, uh, featuring myself and some of my previous guests and these two guys right here. I'm sure we are still in talks about We are actually just starting to talk right now. But I will bring them back very soon <laughs> to talk about this again because I know there's a lot we need to expand upon when it comes to writing and there's a lot we can learn from each other as well for this. And so watch out for that. We'll put out the details for the programs and workshops that are coming out very soon. I actually want to find out once you might be interested in and then indicate uh, how you want it and what, how you want that to get done. On the other side also, this particular episode is going to be on Spreaker between now and tomorrow morning as a podcast. Please download it once the script comes out and continuously uh, listen to it and get as much as you can about these two guys out here. I'm going to try and bring them back as soon as I can. But till then, guys, remember, as the week progresses in everything that you do, you must create or die trying. It is particularly important to do that. Have a great week, guys. Thank you.